0: In the last few episodes we've been taking a look at background tasks and usually what comes with that territory is background demons that need to run constantly. Well once you collect a few of those they're kind of a pain to manage. You need to make sure they're always up and running and that they don't use too many resources of your computer. Well in this episode we'll be taking a look at a gem called God which is a great way to manage those background processes and ensure they're always running. Um, One of the great features I think of this gem is that the configuration files are written in Ruby. So it's very flexible and easy to extend if you need to. In this episode, I'm going to build off of episode 128, where I showed you how to set up Starling and Workling to handle background tasks. Now notice in that episode, I showed you how to start up Starling and Workling using these two different commands, and these just start up two different demons that run in the background to handle those tasks. Um, so here's two demons that we need to constantly maintain and ensure that they're always running and not using too many resources. So this seems like a good candidate for um, the god gem. Now you can install god by just running gem install god. And then you might get a few errors related to the R documentation, but uh, you could just ignore those. Now before we actually get into configuring god, I need to make a, a quick change here and how the workling daemon works. So if we look in our script directory, we have the workling-starling-client script, and this is just what starts up the daemon. And notice it's using the daemon's gem. Well, this has some support for monitoring already. It just ensures that the, uh, the, the forked process is constantly running. And since we're going to use God to monitor these processes, I can just turn off monitoring inside of the daemon's gem handling. So that way we don't have two different uh, things trying to manage the same process. Um, Also, God's process management is quite a bit um, better because you can limit or add conditions based on uh, the CPU usage and memory usage and so on. Another change I want to make here is um, making this log path absolute instead of just a relative path like that. Um, That way it will actually be cons- it'll actually work if we aren't if we try to run the script inside of the uh, instead of a directory that's not the current uh rails application directory. And I think that's it. So uh, this way we can actually start the script up through um, god instead of through uh, manually starting it up. Next let's set up the god configuration file. And we can do that in the config directory. I'm just going to make a file here called uh, mail um is just conventional to you to append god as the extension instead of .rb even though this is just a plain ruby file. Now for convenience the first thing I want to do here is just set up a constant which points to our rails root path so that way that'll just point to this mailit directory so that I can easily access other files inside of here. All right, so now it's time to configure God to start up our demons and to watch them and monitor them. So the way you do that is just call God.watch for each demon you want to monitor. And then inside of here, you can just um, basically add any kind of settings. So I'm just going to paste some code in here to get us started. And um, this is pretty self-explanatory. What we're doing here is just calling making a watch called... Um, mail it workling. It just has to be some unique name that you go by to identify it for starting and stopping it. And um, we're adding it to a group called mail it. And this will just be a group that will hand handle all demons related to this mail it application. So we can easily start and stop those um, at the same time. And then we'll default the uh, checking interval to 60 seconds. And we'll point a command, a start, restart, and stop commands, um, each to the Workling Starling client script, which is the one we just edited earlier, and that'll start and stop the uh, daemon, and then the start and restart grace. That's basically just saying, don't do your regular monitoring for 20 seconds after starting or restarting the the daemon, so that it gives it some chance to start up, and um, we'll just point it to the log Workling's pid file, and then we can add a behavior here and this will just basically say to delete that PID file if it exists when we're trying to start up uh, the daemon. Now I just want to make a point that we are working in Ruby here so don't be afraid to refactor out some repetitions if you see some so for example here pointing to our script name uh, we could just refactor that out and just say uh, into a local variable here called script and then just use that in each of these lines So it's a pretty flexible way to just manage your configuration file here inside of Ruby. Now I should point out that this is um, going to start up the Worklink client in the development Rails environment. So you may want to add a little Rails environment equals production here if you're in production server. But here we're just testing this out on our local host in development just to see if we can get it working. Now at this point, God won't actually be monitoring anything because we're just defining a way to easily start and stop the demon. We haven't actually told it to monitor anything yet, and to do so we can add little conditions. For example, let me just paste this in here. What we can do is just tell it to start the demon if these conditions apply. And these conditions are pretty extendable, so you can really do anything you want here. And what we're just saying is just that if the process is running, if the process is not running, if the process running is false, then we want to start the daemon. And um, this would default to 60 second intervals if we just had that commented out. But we can change our interval checking um, instead of conditions here. So we can say every 10 seconds instead of 60 seconds we want to do this specific check. Okay, Now let's add some more conditions on restarting. So we can say um, we want to restart the daemon if all these conditions apply, or actually, either one of these conditions apply. If our memory usage is above 100 megabytes, and um, this times segment here will just basically say check it five times total, and if three of those times the memory segment is the memory is above 100 megabytes, then we want to actually restart it, and we can also make a condition on the CPU usage. If it's above 80%, for example, then it um, five times in a row, then it will actually restart it. Now, 80% is kind of high, but um, background processes might need to uh, take up that much if they're pretty task uh, processor intensive. So we want to lower that and play around with that number a little bit, see what works for you. And to finish this up, I want to add one more block of code here. And these This lifecycle option basically means apply these conditions all the time um, while the process is being monitored. And what we're doing here is adding a flapping condition. And what this means is that we want to handle the edge case of where our application constantly can't start up for some reason. There's some missing extension or something that whenever we try to start the application it instantly quits and stops and our, if we didn't have this edge case condition in here, then that would happen forever every 10 seconds, so it would constantly start and stop it, and we don't want that. So we want to handle that case of, and what this does here is basically say, if we're ever trying to start an, or restart this process five times within the five minutes, if that happens, then we want to um, take a break and set it to unmonitored for a while. And then after 10 minutes we'll try it again and then we'll try if it happens again five times within this time two hours then we'll just stop monitoring the process entirely and just um, basically give up on it because we aren't able to start it up successfully so that's just a nice way to um, handle the case of where a a daemon process is relying on something and can't start up properly. Alright I think that pretty much covers it for um, this, watching this demon, let's give it a try. The way you start up God is just to simply call God and with the dash C option and point it to your God config file. So that's under config called mail it dot God and that will actually start it up and then you can call, um, God status, see if it's up and running. It looks good. Call God log and just give it the name of your, your, um, your watch daemon that you want to to to, uh, to, to see the log of. And it's called um, mailit-workling and that gives us a log here. And notice that it needed to start it up. There's no PID file already so we just didn't need to delete it. Um, and it's currently just running. gives us little statistical information so that's pretty useful. Now a good way to test this is just to kill our workling process and see if God will bring it back up. Um, so we can do that with just kill. Let's look in our log workling pid file. Just kill that, and then um, let's check out our our log. And then in ten seconds it should um, start it up again. And actually, looks like it already happened. So, found out that it wasn't running, so it started up again, and it should monitor notice that it's staying up and running now. So cool, looks good. And when you're all done testing, you can call um, God terminate, and that will actually terminate God along with all the other watched processes. Okay, so we got this demon working and running. Um, Now we just need to do this basically the same thing for our Starling. Um, demon. And we can do that basically the same way by just calling god.watch a second time. And I'm just going to paste in this code here. Okay, what this does is basically the same thing. What we're doing is just making a new watch process called mail at Starling. Now Starling isn't necessarily specific to this Rails application. Um, We can use the the same Starling server for a lot of different stuff. But just to keep it simple, I'm just going to keep it in the same basically mail it group. But you may want to re- reorganize things if you are using Starling for other things as well. Anyway, um, to start and stop the process, we just run those two different commands and point it to the PID file, um, clean it up if necessary. Basically the same thing we're doing above. Our numbers are a little bit different here because I didn't think it was necessarily as process- processor-intensive. And, yeah, that's the same thing. So basically a lot of repetition here of what we're doing earlier on. But you know what? Since we are in Ruby in this config file, let's just refactor this a little bit. Um, Let's just take out all this duplication here. And let's say let's make a new method here at the top called uh, generic monitoring. And it'll take that W variable, and it can take a hash of options. Basically do the same thing and our options we can maybe have um let's see let's make a memory limit, pass that in, um, a CPU limit, and you know I think that's the only two differences between those two. so we can basically delete all of this here. And just call generic monitoring. I think I added an ing and in. I didn't. Generic monitoring. And um, just pass it those same variables. And say, what was our numbers? Our CPU limit was 80%. And our memory limit was 100 megabytes basically do the same thing down here. There we go. So now we can start got up again by writing that same command. And let's give it a check. And there we go. We're all up and running now, both of those two um, demons. And of course you can just add as many as you want and reorganize the code and configuration files uh, however you like. It's very flexible. This episode is sponsored in part by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at Pragmatic.tv. Also sponsored by GitHub. One of the best ways to improve yourself as a programmer is to collaborate with others, share your code, and read other code. In my opinion, GitHub is the best way to do that. Check them out at github.com, sign up there, and share your code.